you can do all those things and so much more Just grab a seat in the chair or the floor Sit back, relax, recline While she drops another casual line You're tuned into Casually Molly With Molly and Boogie all right, everybody, welcome back to the Casually Molly podcast. I am your host, Molly Ambergie. Our podcast is based out of St. Louis, Missouri, and we interview comedians, artists, entertainers, you name it. But we're very honored today to have the one, the only, <laughs> Tony Roberts. Give it How up. How you doing? From Michigan. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what do you do? What's happening this Memorial Day weekend for you? What are you up to these days? Oh, uh, you know what? I came home. I came home for the holidays and ended up grabbing uh, about four shows at the comedy club here. So all my friends okay. and family got to see me for four shows. Now today is the day off. I got my daughters with me. Uh, my wife is in California. Took my son to a camping trip with her girlfriends. Uh, I don't know if they're getting bit by a bear. I don't know if they get mosquitoes, <laughs> snakes. But so I'm at my sister's house here in Michigan in Detroit and we having a barbecue. So I got like maybe 30 people downstairs eating, eating free, drinking free. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so you know what, no matter how many one hour specials I did, it's sitcoms or whatever, I'm torn. When I'm home, I can't be famous. My family don't play that. They don't even care about that. <laughs> okay. Can you pass the macaroni and cheese, Mr. HBO? <laughs> Is that too much for you? <laughs> so that, this only place was it don't mean nothing to them. I'm just me. You're like, listen, I could go anywhere else. I could be given an award. I could be on BET. I could be on HBO. But when I'm at home, it's past that oh. mac and cheese. Um, give me the, yeah, close the door, damn it. Close the door. They don't care about me. <laughs> I love it though. Well, I appreciate you tuning in or tuning in. Well, I appreciate our listeners tuning in, but I appreciate you logging in and talking to us virtually. Uh, I was telling Tony earlier, I'm here in my hometown of Cincinnati, Ohio. So we're both at home with our families and don't worry, I had to pass the mac and cheese today too at the barbecue on the streets. So people are like, we yeah, haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> I know, man. I can't wait to get back to St. Louis. That's one of my favorite spots. I used to go there all the time. And people don't know, there's a difference between St. Louis and East St. Louis. A total difference. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There is. I love it. Uh, speaking of you coming back to St. Louis, though, not to interrupt you, we have you doing shows at Helium Comedy Club while you're up here, uh, June 4th and 5th at uh, 7.30 and 10 p.m. And you even have a Sunday show on June 6th. Um, are That's you excited? Right. What should we expect having you come back to St. Louis? Are you hitting any hot spots? What's our plans? <laughs> you know what? I don't I do not do much. Uh, my party days are over, so I don't really go out. I, I test the food. I go to all the, and I go to ballparks when I visit. I hope oh. to. Hope the, uh, the baseball team is home because I visit ballparks all, all baseball season and I eat, I try different foods everywhere I go. Yeah. Yes. My wife, what? my wife, she got me on these diets and she, you know, and I'm, I'm an old school cat. She got me drinking a gallon of water a day. Yesterday, I had to pee on the way to pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking too much water. <laughs> I love that. Oh my God, that is hilarious. I haven't even done a gallon of water. Is it working? I should try doing that. You know what? You ain't, I don't know. You better not be too far from a bathroom. Let me tell you, I just can't take it. But, <laughs> but I can't wait to get back because I got a lot of more stuff to talk about, man. Every time my fans see me, they know I got, 
I don't talk about trying to write a lot of jokes. All I talk about is what I've been through. That's how I keep my 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 set different because I'm not thinking of no jokes. I'm telling you what happened the last time I seen you. <laughs> and, it's, and it's crazy. <laughs> I want to say with people with bad breath, forget what the governor say. Keep your mask on. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, I don't need this. Just keep that all inside of you, okay? <laughs> he's, he's, he's I wrote a song for my bad breath people called Booty Mouth. <laughs> I got a reggae beat. Just the chorus. You need an Altoy IV, a Listerine shake, a Febreze mouthpiece, or a right guard cake. The cologne on your throat, put a jacket on your tongue, put your teeth in the cleaners. You got booty mouth, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm oh gonna get a Grammy. Hats off to you. I don't have a hat, but if I had my hat, it would come right off. <laughs> Thank you. That was that was awesome. I had no idea that you knew how to <laughs> you to write a good song like that. That's great. So that's gonna I be. Get, we need to see that on a Comedy Central sketch at some point. I'm gonna get go. nominated. I'm gonna get nominated for something. <laughs> right. It'll be like the next HBO series. Here that's we go. right. Booty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> the HBO series Booty Mouth, and it's just you know Tony Booty Roberts mouth. being like, "Listen, <laughs> that's a good series. I the whole series, people try to avoid people with bad breath. That's called Booty Mouth." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, I love it. Oh, I well that see there's going to be we were just talking about your staples prior to the interview here. That's going to be Booty Mouth will be a staple now. And then That's going to be a staple. The other staple is your towel. So you bring that on stage. Um I was like uh, I was telling Tony before we started your show was the first show when things started to be lifted and people were going back to comedy clubs. It was the first show I saw and people were like, what's your first activity? You know, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm going to go see Tony Roberts. <laughs> and you, you made the right club. choice. Did you laugh? Did you have a good time? Oh, I had, I was honestly, <laughs> why I love you, because that was the show. Like, obviously I was so excited to like go and see somebody perform and actually look at a live performance. But my Thank face, you. just like now, I was crying. I was laughing <laughs> so hard because you threw up the towel because you were talking about Al Sharpton's hair. And you're like, it was moving here. It was doing this. And the whole crowd, like we were all like, it was everybody from all walks of like, we were dying. Like it was just, <laughs> it was such a sad time. And I just remember I was like, Tony's like, don't worry. I'm going to make this fun. We're going to have a good time. Make this fun, yeah. Don't worry about make, it. Yeah. Make you forget about all the stuff we've been through. Cause we've been through, I can't believe it's happening this long. We just now getting yeah. back to normal, but it took a long time. I mean, this is this is crazy. I thought it was gonna mm -hmm. last two months. I thought it was gonna last two months. That's it. Not a year. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's it. That's serious. What you been doing for a year? What do you do? Are you locked yeah, in the house? I yeah, I'm like, I'm like reading. I'm like, I'm doing like a little paint fight. Yeah, I was about to say, have you like, what were you doing during uh, the COVID? Were you like inside? Were you meditating? Some people are like, oh, I'm finding new things to do. What was Tony Roberts up to? Yeah, you know what? I tried to meditate. I tried to get into meditation. I hear it's good for you, but I tried it and I, I closed my eyes, sat on the floor and I just got quiet. And I remember waking up 20 minutes later off the floor. <laughs> I fell asleep and fell over and fell asleep. <laughs> 
So I didn't meditate no more. I, I don't know. It just I don't know. I didn't know what to do. I was doing virtual shows first, and then all mm -hmm. of a sudden I was one of the I was one of the first comments that got back on the road. I had a few. Um, I had a few clubs, the Helium, one of them, St. Louis. They called and said, hey, you want to come out? And, and you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I was I was really ready. When they called me, I hung up the phone before they stopped talking and, and, and got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> before they changed their mind, I was trying to get away from my kids. <laughs> my kids said, where you going? Does it matter? Does it matter? I'll be back in three weeks. <laughs> I have to pack it. Has any mac and cheese at Helium? I'm like, people know who I am there. Let me tell you what. <laughs> but I did get to know my kids during the pandemic, though. I get, I did get to know them better because we, we were so distant, me and my kids. Because I'm never home. You know, I found mm -hmm. out we had different names for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't know. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call them something else. I, I named them, and they named them something else. I didn't know they what they named them. I didn't ever talk to them about it. <laughs> he was confused. Like, what you want? What you want? What you want? Who am I? <laughs> hey, what, what kind of dog do you have? Uh, we got a Frenchie. She French and American oh, mix. God. But during the pandemic, I had a Mastiff of Cane Corso, the best dog ever. But he was at six years old during the pandemic last June. I had to put him down. He had cancer. Um, okay. yeah. So that, that shook my family up. So we went and got another Frenchie and it's like, you know, dogs right now, dogs got better insurance than me. These dogs are <laughs> people. I mean, they ain't got no thumbs. They can't help. They can't wash dishes and they got all this insurance. Remember when we was growing up, dogs stayed in the backyard. I ain't <laughs> seen a dog house. I haven't seen a dog house in 20 years. <laughs> what a dog house is that? <laughs> dogs eat everything it. everything we eat they ate you're right it's true oh, it is so true veggie, they got vegan dog we got a <laughs> vegan dog come on <laughs> this dog lick his own booty and you talking oh. about you a vegan <laughs> if it makes you feel any better we have a family dog here we have a beagle and my mom spoils this like i she used to live with me and then i was like one of those that was like oh now i'm doing comedy and i'm like doing all these things so the dog was inherited by my parents and so that's the dopest now, i love beagles i love them oh, she's so oh, her man. name is polly so it's like molly and polly it's the craziest the craziest she? thing she is now 10 so she's been oh. older now yeah i adopted her when she was five so it's been about like five years but she oh, is good. oh yeah no it's the funniest thing tony she's got a sweater that my mom bought her because she has a sweater and she needs an outfit and it says drama queen on the <laughs> she's got a jacket for each season she's got a raincoat i mean the whole thing is just <laughs> i'm like this dog has a better closet <laughs> than i, I do know. <laughs> my wife my wife dressed up my dogs up every holiday no matter what the holiday if they birthday they give them a cake a dog cake they put the bow tie on and the dog be so upset like leave me, guy, leave me alone Leave it alone. <laughs> like, and she's like, it looks so cute though. I know. My dog hate that. Halloween. She put a thing on it and make it look like a raccoon or something. And my dog hate it. Every Halloween, she puts something on my dog, the dog pee on the floor on purpose. I know she do. 
<laughs> this is possible to do. It's like we are. I love that so much. Now, does the dog go trick or treating as well? How does that all work? You know, if it's got an. Album? Yeah, yeah. She walk him out there. The dog be so embarrassed. Other dogs be laughing at her. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, well, you've got the best dressed dog in the city then. Very well taken yeah. care of. Halloween. So. Like everybody knows me about Halloween. I don't take yes. gigs on Halloween. Mm -hmm. I, I start in September for my house. So I got like a three car garage and I'll gut it out and make it a haunted house. And it starts from the beginning. The outside is bananas. I got, I hired 21 zombies. And I get themes, the, the crazy clowns, the witches, the, the dead. And if you can't even come visit unless you work. My daughters, mm -hmm. they don't even trick or treat no more. They work for me. My two yeah. daughters, I had to fire one because she a zombie and she talking to her friends she know from school just like a princess. And they talking. I'm like, what are you doing? Eat her brains. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just be socializing. You at work. I had to fire her. <laughs> but I'm big. I have like 300 people in front of my house every year just filming. Cause my, my, my house is crazy. Yeah. yeah. If you're ever in Sacramento, California and you, you're here by my house, this is the dopest All house right. in the city. Yeah. yeah. I, I was about to say, that sounds amazing. I was about to say, so it's like, uh, I was like, you've got a few, you know, traditions and stuff going on, which sounds really, really cool. Um, <laughs> now you said you always have come back to St. Louis though. Is that a tradition as well for you? Cause you're like, St. Louis has been a spot for me. Uh, what do you love about coming back to the city? You said you like to try some food spots. What's your favorite food spot here in the city? <laughs> you know, one thing about St. Louis is because it's in the Midwest and I'm a Midwestern. Mm -hmm. And we oh, know okay. each other. We know the language. We know the language. You're my homegirl. You're my Midwest, my Midwest homegirl. Yes. So yes. a lot of like St. Louis, uh, St. Louis, Chicago, Ohio, Detroit, them cities right there, uh, that's my home. Every time I go there, I feel at home, you know. When you say pop instead of soda, you talking to me. <laughs> yes. I want to pop. Oh. Yes. I <laughs> feel so redeemed right now. Continue. Right. Yes. right. I wear gym shoes, not sneakers. <laughs> like, you know, you already know. But yeah, oh I, I like God. I like going to Chicago, St. Louis, um, Toledo, Cincinnati, uh, and Detroit. I love it because they just under we understand each other you know mm -hmm. a lot of new yorkers and down in the south in atlanta and and and, and los angeles they got their own swag There's something about them but the midwest the comedians in the midwest and the people are so plain and right to the point funny we don't have no mm -hmm. type nothing to fall on no kind of mm -hmm. accent and nothing like that yeah i love i just love st louis i love it. i used yeah. to go up in that arc all the time Yes, yes. Yes. You know, that was a crazy thing to go. I finally went to the arch and I think I had to go because it was a little high, but I had my arm broken. So I was on a bunch of like painkillers and drugs. So I was like, oh, this is a perfect time. <laughs> Oh, this is great. This is great. <laughs> this is great. And I, you know what it is? I couldn't believe how tiny it was to go in those little eggs that I, I call them eggs. Yeah. I don't know what they really are, but they, they yeah. go up there. I was about to say, like, how did you feel going up and like, see, and I, I forgot too, it's not going to be flat up there, obviously. Yeah. Because but it's see, the I do, arch. I do, yeah. I do the most dangerous roller coasters. Like my wife is like a, is like a, a, a daredevil. And I, since I've been with her, um, we done tube cave with bats, you know, in the dark. We don't swim with stingrays. 
we done scuba dive. Uh, we snowboard. Uh, I don't know so much. We jumped out of a plane. We look. We looking to do it again. We skydive eighteen thousand feet. And the thing about the skydiving, I told the guy that I was attached to. I said, "Hey, when we got up there, I said, hey, I think I'm gonna go back down with the plane. You can keep the money." And he said, "Sir, your your wife already left." I look like what? <laughs> so she out. So I gotta go. <laughs> so. It wasn't that bad as I thought it was gonna be, but when I jumped out, when I tell you, tears, snot, spit, pee, poop, <laughs> fart, everything came out at the same time. I was screaming like that. I was gonna say, and I mean, if your wife already left, you're like, well, if she's doing it, I, I, I gotta, gotta go I gotta show it off too. <laughs> so. I can't, I can't live that way. I can't go in this marriage, and I went back down with the plane, and you jumped out. There's no way I could. I gotta go now. I wanted, to, I wanted to jump with him in front of him and hold him. <laughs> like, please don't let anything happen to me. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> that is so good. That's why I say, well, so you have a lot of energy on stage and now I'm like, I'm connecting this to your energy in real life because you're a daredevil. Like, no wonder you're so comfortable doing comedy. You're like, I don't well, I gotta down. jump out of the plane to make a point. <laughs> You know what? You know. I, I gotta have the energy because of my life between the dogs, the road life, all the kids, and the, and and, and, the, and the boot camp, and then working out, and, and and lack of sleep. I gotta just keep going. I keep going. And I, you know what? When on stage, I'm the kind of guy on stage. I don't. Um, I gotta think about quiet when it's, when the crowd is quiet. People don't notice about me. I'm like I'm real like kind of shy. So I don't like to see nobody until I get on stage and they see me. Wow. So. When I'm on stage, I talk and I back to back and back because if you get too quiet too long, then I get nervous. So that's why I keep one-liners. I don't I don't rest. I can't. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. It makes me think I'm doing bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I keep it going and keep it going and just I don't stop talking. Oh, I love. But that's what I love about like not to be like I loved your style. But that's what I honestly loved about your style was that like you know I remember coming into that show that I saw you perform at and I was, I remember I'd be like, oh, you know, I've been so tired and exhausted and doing right. all these things. So it's like, even though it's supposed to be, everybody's like, I'm reflecting, I'm meditating. I've never felt busier. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, I need somebody. And I was, when Tony Roberts got on stage, I was like, I'm awake now. What do we need to talk about? <laughs> Let's do yeah. this whole show. Let's if, do if I'm on stage, that, if, yeah. If I have, if I don't have my towel and I don't sweat, you can have your money back. <laughs> You got your money back. I'm not working. Yes. I love it. I love it. Yes. Have, is that how you've been? Just like, I was about to say, you know, you're obviously, we talked about you jumping out of a plane, but has that been, you said you were a little shy, but this energetic personality, if you if saying that you've been shy, how did that correlate to you getting on stage then and trying comedy? I'm, I'm interested. But, you know, well, 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 what, I had like a bunch of jobs. I did 10 years in the army before I did comedy. Oh wow! Okay. I was the silliest person. If you you wouldn't depend on me to save this to save this country, because I was I wasn't the one. <laughs> <laughs> if every soldier was like me, we couldn't be we couldn't be Hawaii. They was with us. We can't be. We would be. We were horrible. I was a horrible soldier. So, but I got my. Um, so when I started comedy, I actually true story. I I kept the mic on the mic stand. I didn't move for like almost two years. I didn't know where I was at. I was just trying to do jokes. 
So I seen Sinbad, comedian Sinbad did the, mm -hmm. I watched him do his one hour special, Afros and Bell Bottoms. And he was all over the place. And I've been like that. I've been breaking furniture and running around ever since. That, that's yes. what I needed to do because to, 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 I acted out. I don't I wanted to bring you into the picture. So it's sometimes it's not what I'm saying, it's how I'm saying it. And then you see me acting out the whole thing like it's a play. Yes. I, yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I get. That's what I do. I got to act it out because it keeps me interested. It keeps me entertained when I'm acting it out. It's funnier to me. Yes. I, I'm yeah. a theater major. So that's why when you said it was like a play, I was like, that's exactly what I felt like I was watching. <laughs> like I was obviously watching stand up, but I was like, Tony Roberts is like a full on production. <laughs> like you are the lights, the sound, the curtain call, the props. This is a one man show. Like we are doing comedy, but this is certainly a one man show. So yeah. I love but you know what I do? that you had that like, reference. When I'm on stage, I use the stool, I take a chair, I use the mic stand, I use the towel. And what I'm doing, people don't realize when I'm on stage, as I'm talking, I'm actually moving stuff around, getting ready for the next bit. It's got to be a go. certain place. They got to be in a certain area for me to do it. And I'm talking and moving stuff around. And then I'm realizing it and bam, it happens. And then I pick the chair up and I move around again and I'm talking and I'm bringing up the, and you don't know, I'm setting up the stage again. They don't mm -hmm. realize it. So yes. I don't know where I get it from. I just, that's what I do. I just love it. Yeah, well, that's it's a, it's very a very smooth transition because until you brought it up, I wouldn't have known. But that's always yeah. like the best part of like when you see theater, you're like, how did that make? How did that work? Like, how did we make that right. happen? And that it, right. you know, I think that's what the audience should be saying. Like, we shouldn't be like, oh, and he moved the chair and he moved the table, and now he's gonna say the joke. Like, it should be yeah. that nice, fun flow, and everybody's having yeah. a good time and enjoying themselves. <laughs> So, but now, I believe, oh, sorry, go ahead. I believe, <laughs> I believe, I believe I've seen comics that stand there and if they're not funny right away and stay there, the crowd will drift off mentally a little bit. Mm -hmm. But some people let, they told me before, I let the crowd let me do it to them. I get them and just keep punching them. And I, and they, they had no face on the matter and they just in there and just, <laughs> And I don't let, I don't give them a choice. <laughs> I don't give them a choice. Hold on. Yeah, you're fine. I'm in the interview. Want to meet somebody? Come here. This is hey. my daughter, Amaya. This is my daughter, Amaya. Hello, nice to meet you. She's a gymnast, state. She's good. Wow. She do her thing. What you need? Oh my gosh. I wish okay, I could do, I wish I could be a gymnast. <laughs> I can't even do a cartwheel, so. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, I used to. I mean, I fell down and got up safely. I'm almost there. <laughs> got up and I jumped. <laughs> That's so good. I love I'm it. I'm almost there. <laughs> You're almost there. <laughs> well, you've inspired me. I'll have to do that now for sure. Please <laughs> do, do that. another one. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I love it. But speaking of being inspired, actually, so we talked about the Midwest. And then you had mentioned right. your awesome dope Halloween parties are in Sacramento, California. What yeah. brought us from, you know, where you were located, where you're like, I've got the same language with the Midwesterns. And then you were like, you know what, I'm going to go out to California. How did we transition over to the West Coast? You know what, when I got, um, as a young comic, we always trying to audition to be on TV. Mm -hmm. So BT Comic View came out and I was the first one in my group of, of comics 
you know, I got comic view. Six months later, I got picked for Def Comedy Jam in New York. Russell Simmons, mm-hmm. Def Comedy Jam. So I moved. I signed a one-year deal with them. So, and I did Def Jam, and then and, and that was in 1995, and I never came back home. So I stayed out there yeah. for six years. I had a Burger King commercial, a contract for a year. With, I did like three or four commercials. Um, I did some other stuff from acting. And then I moved to L.A., um, found an agent, a couple of managers. I went through like two or three agents and everything. And then I, I did a show in Sacramento and met my wife. And I was like, I started visiting Sacramento because I come from big cities. It goes Detroit, New York, then L.A., the hustle and bustle, the craziness. So when I got to the point where I'm Tony Roberts now, I could be anywhere. I told my agent, I'm going to be an hour flight from you. If you need me, I'll come down to audition. But I'm leaving L.A. I'm going to Sacramento. I'm in love. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. And so, and I've been in Sacramento, and it's such a slow town. It's just such a nice, good school system. The people just, it's just multicultural. It's just, it's crazy. I love it. So I'm back. And that's how I got to Sacramento. But I always come to the Midwest. I always come home. I always come. Yeah. I do a, I do a, a, a um, I do Cincinnati and don't go to L- back to California. And then we'll come to Detroit and wait till the next weekend and go straight to Chicago or, or St. Louis or something like that. So yes. we'll stay in the Midwest. Ain't no need to flying back. The kids can take care of yeah. themselves. You see her, she's grown. She, <laughs> she's 13 and just no, she's smarter than everybody in the house. So she, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, love, I love it though. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's great that you have, like, I mean, I was looking, and this is the thing, when you have a podcast, listening to somebody like you, you seem like you're so talented, but also you seem very down to earth. <laughs> like I can tell yeah. that you know, you know, you like you I, I can tell you really I can't enjoy be famous. What you do. Yeah. I can't be famous. My family won't let me. If they found out <laughs> I've been stuck up and and no, no, I I can't. I do. I see somebody on the street and they notice me, and I take a picture right away. I just start talking to them. I don't have. I don't. I don't. Try, my wife's my road manager. I made her my road manager. Um, my agent, she's in Hollywood. Two women run my career. My producer, she's in in Atlanta. So me and my wife, we're real low maintenance. That's why the clubs love us. We don't hang out and party. We don't drink. We low maintenance. We don't have an entourage. We ain't, you know <laughs> stuck up, and uh, and I don't even. I don't need no no bodyguard. I'm from Detroit. I mean, what what, what are you I gonna do that this. I can't do? I got this. <laughs> so it's I like if somebody come to me with a gun and we both got our hands up. What are you gonna do? I ain't gonna pay you up to be next to me. <laughs> I did a joke back years ago, and people still remember this joke on Comic View. It was one of my first jokes. <laughs> As I had a bodyguard, he got knocked out, and then he gonna come back to work. I said I can't use you. You quit. He said, when? I said, when your back hit the ground, <laughs> you turned in your resignation. <laughs> I can't watch you get beat up and then still work for me. Right. <laughs> I could I could do that. <laughs> right. It's like, you know what? <laughs> this is how this, this is, is gonna go. I might as well just get the punch. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. I think you should just run a spelling bee or something. That's not that's better for you. But you're not a bodyguard. <laughs> be a spelling bee coach, but <laughs> you're not a good bodyguard. <laughs> well, thank God for you. I mean, you found this man's way. You're like you could be a spelling bee coach. I know you thought this was going to be it, but right, you have another path. somewhere. Somewhere he doing something else, and he could have been a bodyguard, a bad bodyguard. Now he's a good florist. 
<laughs> Look at God. <laughs> Did you know that you were a life coach? I don't <laughs> like here I am. What? Like I'm gonna just make sure I'm like you need a career. It's just coming out me. Look at this. I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh that well speaking of all the things like accolades and stuff you do have, what I will ask you too is uh, you were the winner of BET's Most Original Comic Award. Is that what you were talking a little bit about earlier? In, yeah, in 1994, mm -hmm. I did Comic View, the first TV appearance. And yes. I popped my Achilles a month before that, so I was there with a cast on my foot and crutches. And then, and then I won, they did like a, like a you know, like, you know, a big award show, all the, you know. And I won the Robert Harris Most Original Comic of the Year. And my first time ever on TV, and Robert Harris is a, was a real big, I was a big fan. I wanted the, the cadence, the speed, the, him and D.L. Hughley, I just wanted to be that fast. And I won his awards, and I, my, it's in my mother's house right now. Yeah, I, that was my biggest honor right there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's why I want, you were mentioning it earlier, and I was like, I better ask him about this, because that is, that is such an honor to receive, especially now yeah. that I know the backstory behind it. You're like, here's my first, you know, kind of, TV appearance and yeah. everything going on. And now from that point to here you are jumping out of planes <laughs> and doing all these cool things in Detroit, you're like, pass me the macaroni. Uh, you know, how do we feel they about, I know it's a, a very philosophical question, but how do we feel about that journey with, you know, it really takes so much work to even get to that point. And now we are all like, you know, follow at Tony T. Roberts on Instagram. That's you know, right. how do how do you feel about the journey thus far? And where do you think you uh, are headed now in comedy now that the clubs and everything are starting to open up? Are you just going to continue to go on the road and we're going to hear some oh, yeah, new well, amazing things? <laughs> well, I got I me mean, my agent. We're, we're, we're in front of people right now. Actually speak. Um, I got I've been writing a lot. I write I write scripts. So I wrote two movies. I wrote two pilot sitcom pilots. Uh, oh, wow. And I wrote two game shows. One's a comedy competition, and we're pitching three of them right now on the table, and it's looking good. So I've been doing a lot of writing. I wasn't just sitting around just doing comedy. I've been I write a lot, and I write sketches. So I go online and just start doing sketches. Me and my opening act, Lance Woods, uh, funny feature. Uh, this guy just shot his one his first one hour. We're shopping it now, but. Uh, I'm about to shoot my fourth one. It's coming up soon. I got I'm looking for a city to what city I'm gonna do it in, but I'm ready to get it out. So, um, so yeah, I've been doing a lot of writing. So that's what's happening now. Um, and I'm glad my journey was hard because I'm, it, that make me humble. I mean, I mean, doors. People don't understand that. People ask me, what would you tell a comedian that's just starting out? I'm like, just be sure you want to do this because this is the one of the hardest roads in the world. That's why I pay so much for so little time. This only form of entertainment that requires a response immediately. Because mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. can play a guitar, drum, sing for 30 minutes and people don't like you. You won't know it. <laughs> you won't realize it. But <laughs> go out there for two minutes <laughs> as a comedian. Boom! <laughs> Wait a minute. They seem hostile. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not even surprised that you've been writing because I said you have this energy and I was like, you know, I want to know what he's doing without being like, are you writing? Are you producing? And you're like, oh, I yeah. have these three scripts. So I have this like that I'm doing on the, you know, on the side here and I've got this going on. Um, I guess like, you know, everybody always goes like, what's your secret of life balance? But how do you balance all of this? You know, it's it's so cool to see. Like I said, you're humble. You've got a great relationship with your family. You're writing all these things, you know. 
in the life mm-hmm. of Tony Roberts, how do you keep it all together and still keep killing it? <laughs> stay, stay out of everybody's business. Yeah. <laughs> stay out of everybody's. Yes. Don't be trying to compare yourself to people. You know, just mm-hmm. keep moving on and keep moving. Enjoy your family. You gotta enjoy your family. It took you. You gotta have that wall between business and family, and play. You gotta have that mm-hmm. wall. So I take yes. my family with me. You know, on the road that we all go together, and I have my kids working for me. One carrying my luggage. One go with my mom, with my wife to get the money. One go get me something. To, you know, we just do all everything. Keep it with the family, and the family keep me balanced. It ain't all work with me no more. Yeah. So and then 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 I have my time. I go to L.A. and and pitch the shows and I. I'm writing my scripts and everything, and and um, it's just you know what I'm just too blessed. I just feel I'm a happy dude. I don't get depressed yeah. a lot. Yeah. I can tell, like even through the computer, <laughs> I can feel. I'm like this guy is a super happy, fun person. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mean, and I don't have like like my wife. She's the one like if something happens, she's like, oh my god, that's the worst. It ain't gonna happen. And the glass, the glasses always have empty with her. She she say I'm gonna think I'm, I think I expect the worst and I'm gonna think it. So if it don't have, not with me, I got a plan B, plan C, plan. Then I got you know what we got to think of something else because this ain't gonna work. But I'm never <laughs> without a plan and, and then an alternate plan. Never, never. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I I actually relate to your wife about that. So I'll probably have to take some advice from you because I feel the same way as she does. I'm that person, and my boyfriend's a little bit more like you. He's like, it's gonna be fine. We got this plan. It's be fine. Work it out. It's, it's no big deal. Uh, but that's what you know. You were mentioning. You know, you were traveling. You know, now you're writing. Um, is there a specific? time though in your career obviously we talked about the uh comic award but was there a time in your career where you were like i i I always ask comedians this but it's like was there a time in your career where you were like you know what i feel like i can call myself comedian like a comedian tony roberts the last 12 years Mm -hmm. 10 years that i didn't even do it to myself People have been, I'm known as the comedian's comedian now. Oh. I'm known okay. as the comedian's comedian. And my, and my, and my, my colleagues, they all came up with that. Every time they bring okay. me up, they, they, they stamp me as that because all the comedians, they'll come out and, and watch my show because you never know what, what I'm going to do. The waitress has stopped and they watch. The, the cook, I've seen cooks come out in the clubs and watch. They got it because they don't know exactly what I'm going to do. And yeah. I'm just, just I'm, I've been consistently for years on my game. You don't, you never seen me less than what I am now for the last 12, 13 years. Yes. So, I, so I can say now I've did it. You know, I don't yes. need all the movies. I don't need to be, I'll see a big household name, like, you know, Mike Epson and Kevin Hart and everything. I don't need that right now. Cause right now, as far as pound for pound on, on the mic with, I'm there, so I, I don't. So if I do a movie, uh, get my sitcoms picked up, and which is they on their way. But right now, yeah, yeah, I'm that. I'm just the guy to, to a lot of people. But to me, I can't swallow it like that. I'm too humble. For that. I can't get yeah, cocky oh. like that. No, and I. That's right. That's a brilliant answer because the, what you yeah. just said is well. First of all, that's a great answer, and that's what I'm going for when I ask these questions. But secondly, right. what I love how you were like, I love when you're talking about performing. You're making people stop and watch you because that's the most like honorable thing you could probably get is having a cook yeah. come out and watch you. 
or a waitress stop doing what she's doing for a second. Yeah. Because it's very, when you walk into a show, right? We have very busy lives and it, it happens that way. You're, you don't even mean to, but you're like, I got a schedule. Like I have a color coded planner. I have something right after that. You know, it happens that way. And having a talent like yours that makes people stop in their tracks to watch it, like what an honor to even receive that. Uh, yeah, you know, like I'm sure you feel, you're like, I don't want, you know, I'm gonna get cocky, but I, I'm just always so impressed when somebody is so humble like that and gives an answer, which yeah. leads into my next question. <laughs> like, um, what? You were talking about, you know, we were talking about the journey earlier. I always say, what casual advice would you maybe give to yourself uh, that you know now moving forward on if you were pursuing comedy or writing a script or, you know, being in this entertainment industry? drop my guard and just go for it. Drop anything, any ounce of fear, any ounce of doubt, like Man, it ain't worth it or this not, no. Right now in the last three months, I just been just die hard going for it. Like forget it, say no, slam the door or pick it up, whatever, I'm going for it. And it's been it's been better for me too because I'm, I'm a, I used to be hesitant a lot about, well, you know, I show them this, but if they don't like it, I'm just backing off. No, I push it down their throat. <laughs> I go, I go every, every, every door I can, and I believe in it. And I just won't stop filming. I won't stop writing. I won't stop. I just keep going because you can't deny something great forever. Yes. Yeah, you can't I deny. It. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, uh, Bernie Mac, rest in peace, and, and uh, like Samuel Jackson, they was like old when you really got their big break. They was. Yeah, they wasn't young. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, when they really got the norm and got on the screen and really, it was damn near 45, 50. Yes. Yeah, and then uh, look at uh, Morgan Freeman. He's never been young. Yes. <laughs> He's never been young. I love it. <laughs> he was born 30. Right. But yeah, so it's just, it's not about, it's not about, a certain time is going to do something. It's just, it's going, it's going to happen. Yes. You know? Oh, I love that. But if you, you got to enjoy, enjoy where you at and just keep that, keep building and keep, don't get, don't get down on your, you know, it's, it's easier to just give up on like, you know what, or put your head down. Not me. I got, I'm too busy with family and friends and traveling. I don't got time to get down. I don't have time for it. But that's a smart way to be. I feel the exact same way. I'm like, I don't have time. It's all about just kind of like staying in your lane. I'm like, here's what I got to do. Here's what I want to produce. Here's what I want to make. So I definitely relate to you on that. That was really great yeah. advice. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, what I'll also, you were talking about jumping out of planes. What a, <laughs> I was like, what a daredevil activities are your wife and you planning in the future? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. She, our anniversary coming up, and she want to do something. Wow! I'm like, I just want to eat lunch on the Great Wall of China. Something simple, just something peaceful. <laughs> oh, she don't want to go and start running with the bulls, like in Mexico. You know, what's that? What's that? They run, <laughs> and people running, and the bull behind you. Just go run in front of him. <laughs> run behind him. <laughs> I, let me tell you, they say you don't have to run faster than the bull. You got to run faster than the person next to you. <laughs> I'm pushing people down. I'm pushing people down. Because I'm getting out of there. 
All right, I'm, I'm getting care. out of there. <laughs> Good so, day. I don't know. I don't want because she won't do the sharks. We ain't doing sharks. We just like adventurous stuff. We just do yes. snorkeling. We do everything. We do everything. Yeah. 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 I love it. For, well, we'll definitely uh, have to keep post about. It. I'm so intrigued now. I'm like, now I'm going to go talk to my boyfriend and be like, listen. So Tony Roberts and his wife, they just jumped out of a plane. So we kind of you, you'll never you'll them. never do nothing to top it. You'll never do nothing to no. top it. Not at all. You got to do it. But what a. What we can top, though, is that uh, you're going to have your shows on Friday and Saturday, June 4th and 5th at 7.30 and 10 p.m. at the Helium Comedy Club, St. Louis. That's right, There's people. Get your tickets. Available. Yeah, get your tickets Sunday at uh, 6 p.m. as well. I'm hoping to make the Sunday show. I'll just be out of town June 4th and June 5th. Uh, but yeah, anything else that we should look forward to while you're in St. Louis? Or are we just going to see some new stuff that'll stop us in our tracks with for a oh, yeah, waitress? You always, Depends on how the crowd respond to me. I don't know what I'm going to say after that. I like to talk before I think, because I like surprises also. That's how I get down, you know. So yeah. if you got your tickets right now, you need your ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you better casually show up, get those tickets. There's going to be tickets, a towel, people. there's going to be props. There's going to be a stool. It's going to be everything. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to wear my skydiving vest. I'm going to wear my skydiving vest. Looks sexy. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. Tony, I really appreciate so your time. I know you're with family, so I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you. Um, yes, absolutely. What are you going to casually do now with the family? We always say, now that the show's over, what are you going to casually do? <laughs> I'm going to smile and hug everybody, act like I like them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's you again. You got the money you owe me? <laughs> Every now and then, owe me some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. We'll go ahead and I end out the you. show. I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for logging in and chatting with me. Yeah, we'll see you I'm soon. Start following. I got to stop following your podcast now. I'm on it. Yeah, gotta stop following. And I gotta start following everything you do between the <laughs> skydiving to the comedy. We got right, everything covered to today. I love it. Hope to see you at the club. All right. I will see you. Have a good one. All right. Thank you.